The following is brought to you by the Starfleet Podcast Network, SPN, The Spin. This is the Starfleet Podcast Network. I am Big J with Beyond Trek Podcast. I'm joined here today with Strange Kirk and Handy from Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk. And let me turn off my phone because it figures that I would get a message notification as soon as we started going. I'm having a hard time getting going this morning. Like the weather is just, you know how you get that that sleep in weather where you just really kind of can't get out of the bed because it's raining. It's kind of dark oh, outside. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that bum ass weather right there, dude. <laughs> oh, boys. How about you guys? How are you guys doing this morning? Excellent. Oh, good. Um, I ate food that I don't normally eat anymore yesterday. And so um, I woke up and like lost a pound on the toilet. So I got that going for me. <laughs> yeah, we went to this, uh, we went out yesterday and there was this um, thing in downtown, um, like on the Riverwalk in Tampa. And any event down there always turns into some fucking gaggle clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was supposed to be a trick or treat and thing. So I took the, we took the youngest and go down there and he's all dressed up and we go and they're supposed to be like vendors, but they also giving out candy. And so we go and this line, I shit you not the line to get to the vendors, to get to the candy. I would conservatively estimate it to be about 500 people. Whoa. I mean, this Jeez. line, there was a big grassy area and the line went this way curled around outside of the event circle all the way back around to one of the main roads i was like guys i was like this isn't this isn't working so we walked around. i mean he got it was really nice there was this um shout out to the lady on the river walk that like she had her kids in a stroller and um she was like hey are you guys walking yeah we're walking that way she's like hey just set him on the front of the stroller so he she let my kid hitch a ride on the front and she like took a but she had like five kids and she took like a bunch of candy, like four or five kids. And she had like took a bunch of candy out of their buckets and put it in his bucket because she knew, you know what I mean? She knew what was up. And so that was like super sweet of her. Um, and then we ended up walking around a little bit more. But anyway, they were like, oh, yeah, let's go get barbecue. And I was like, <laughs> I mean, it was it, it was pretty tasty. I mean, if you like salt, but <laughs> put some anyway, salt on so, my barbecue. Well, I like barbecue. I mean, that's good, Dude, but it was too is, salty. Like, I think, I think just as Americans and, the, and honestly, not just Americans, a lot of cultures, we've become so desensitized to salt, the taste of salt that it, you, you almost have to, a lot of people, they have to pile it on to even taste any of it. Whereas you could put like half a teaspoon of salt in a pot of soup. And I might be like, mm, that's a lot of salt. Really? Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Cause any, I mean, I think of salt and I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I don't add I don't add salt to anything. Neither do I. Um, I just don't need to because plenty of what you cook has already got enough sodium and stuff. And you don't need any of that fucking salt, right? So, so there's so yeah, many recipes out there that call for salt, and that's yeah. Honestly, you can just toss it. You can just leave the salt out, and a lot of the times it'll taste so much better. You You're know? probably right. Um. So. You know, especially you get, get older and you don't watch how much so because most people they're not taking in enough potassium, so they end up having like five times as much sodium as potassium. Ooh, okay. Oh, so. we should probably 
talk a little bit about Star Trek, at least briefly. You know, I'm always up for some good cooking ideas and suggestions. I've been trying to expand my cooking, uh, I guess, forte or whatnot. I've been finding some good recipes on TikTok, actually. There have been some videos there and uh, show you different, like, easy things that you can make. Uh, they're not complicated. So I'm going to be trying my hand at a shepherd's pie at some point here, which uh, doesn't look all that difficult, but you know, that's a video. Nah, there. Shepherd's, shepherd's pie is the original redneck food, bro. <laughs> but people, people get butt hurt hearing about it, but I'm telling you right now, man, I've had it before. I mean, it's, it's good. It's worth trying to make. I don't even know what that is. It's uh so you, it's you, it's layers. It's layers. So the bottom layer is ground beef. Then you have your uh, corn, carrots, and peas is the next layer. Then mashed potatoes on top of that, and then uh, well, in, in at least this recipe I, I looked at, there's cheese on the top of it, shredded cheese on the top of it, and well, now the ground beef has already been browned. And, and cooked. I mean, you're not like completely cooking it all like that, but that's what it is. It's just those layers of beef, vegetables, and mashed potatoes. Gotcha. Yeah. What do you guys think of the Lower Decks episode that just came out a couple days we ago? We are not caught up. Yeah, I did not watch it. We Lower Decks, I think, mm, I think all four of us, honestly, I think I can speak for all four of us. Andy can jump in if he thinks I'm wrong, but I think lower ducks for us is just, it's not, um, obviously it's not to me, meant to be taken so seriously because it's, you know, it's cartoon. Um, yeah, I mean, it's track, but not track, right? Like, like, so we, we, we watch it, but a lot of times we'll wait till like we get to a point where we want to just watch all six episodes that we haven't seen yet or whatever the case. Cause I've only seen like the first three or so uh-huh. three or four. And so we kind of, we get to a point where we're just like, mm, we'll watch it eventually, you know. It's not yeah. like, it's not like one of the live action shows where like, oh, we gotta, you know, know what happens because it's serious and everything like that. Like, this is, this is a fun thing. So. That's what we talked about last, uh, a couple weeks ago. That was when I realized that the, I had a technical mishap, which I've kicked myself for. Uh, we were talking about animated Star Trek. We just happened to get into talking about Prodigy and how it's getting picked up by Netflix. And I'm still kind of a little shocked that Prodigy got canceled in the first place. And it, it is so it, it is getting picked up. Yes. It's getting picked up by Netflix, which is I'm I'm happy for it. I'd rather it get picked up somewhere than flat out canceled and gone, because honestly, when it comes to the animated Star Trek that we have now. I think I prefer Prodigy over Lower Decks. Well, because I think I think Prodigy is a little more. That's sort of a kids' show, but it's also to, it's more to be taken seriously. There's a little bit of comedy in there, but it's more. There's a serious storyline. There's a danger. You know what I mean? There's in the you know in the Lower Decks. You know, there's a, there's a you know there's a bird fucking a robot's mouth. <laughs> so, not exactly the most serious you know i wonder why is exactly that? the most serious why why do we find a cartoon on nickelodeon to be more serious more captivating than an adult because it's oriented? meant because it's meant well it's meant to be 
Lower Decks is a, is a, is a joke. It's, it's, a, it's a fun way to do Star Trek. It's a way for them to sort of extend into a bit of a different audience, go on a different route. You know what I mean? Uh, we're in a time, you're in a time now where up until recently, and I say recently as, as probably maybe 10 years ago, the formula for shows and movies was the same shit. There was like maybe 10 different uh, plots where you would just plug and play different characters. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we've gotten to the point now where it's not really working. Right. Like the, nobody wants to fucking watch a movie where the, where the, 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 the protagonist girlfriend gets kidnapped and he has to go save her at the end and battle the big boss. Nobody cares about that shit anymore. You know what I mean? Right. And, exactly. and, and even in take, for example, look at the new Mario movie. Uh, you know, normally it's Mario rescuing Princess Peach. They moved shit around. They had Mario rescuing his brother. Princess Peach didn't need to be rescued. She was fucking shit up. So <laughs> people are people are realizing we I don't I don't care about that anymore. You know, the romantic comedy shit of the fucking nineties and early two thousands, that shit's dead. Nobody wants to watch that shit anymore. You know. Um, so they've exhausted all these options. So you see people reaching out, let's do the multiverse stuff. Let's try this different thing and all right. this different stuff. And they're just they're just trying to bring in the audience and also the market's saturated. How many streaming services are there now? Too many. You know what I mean? Your fucking corner dollar store probably has a streaming service. If you ask, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, man, we fucking do pay-per-view bum fights out by the dumpster. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. It yes. Is, we, we've gone full circle from why we left cable, why we were, not happy with the cable service and the whole cutting the cord. But at this point, when you take the streaming services that have the shows you like, add up the cost. It's cheaper, it's you're right cheaper just to have cable. Yeah. Just have them on cable and have a DVR. Like, and that's the way it is. But you know what? This is, uh, I don't want to get like super political, but this is the broken bit of capitalism that people talk about. <laughs> yeah. Where everybody see, when you see any kind of trend, everybody's so desperate to make money off of it because nobody's happy with what they got. Everybody's getting the more and more and more. How big does your fucking yacht have to be that eventually that idea, that good idea becomes shit. Social media used to be a great idea as a way I can keep in touch with my family, look at these photos of the kids. And now it's your dumb, fuck you, racism, homophobia, all this other shit. Yeah. It's like everything starts great and becomes shit. And so this is, you know, maybe not even just capitalism, just humans in general, but you start throwing so. in money. Throw in uh, that's you know I mean? money is all it takes, and money makes everything work. I guess. I anyway, yeah, so. yeah. Um, you know, I I don't I won't say a whole lot about the episode because you guys hadn't seen it yet. But I've been saying this whole season. I kind of felt like I had been. I felt like I've been watching it out of obligation. At least that's what last season felt like, but this one so far, it's, I don't, I don't mind it as much, but I do find myself missing prodigy and I didn't catch when it was going to be on, like actually showing on Netflix. So if, uh, if either of you guys happen to hear that, uh, you know, feel free to, to correct me on that, but I'm kind of looking, I enjoyed, to I actually enjoyed prodigy. I can tell you that. I think we discussed that one of the last times. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Yeah. What do you think of it uh, compared to, say, the animated series? Is there a preference that you would have if you had to watch animated Trek? 
Oh, the original animated series? Yeah, yeah, the, yep. The animated oh, series yeah, the, back the original, in the 70s. The, the original animated series all day long. It's got the voices of the people that I care for. So, you know, there's that. So you have the original people. So you have that emotion going into the characters um, or lack of emotion if you're Spock. Um, and no, it's just, yeah, it's just, I enjoy it. Um, but again, there's also some of that sentimental value stuff tied to it because of how I explained to my grandfather was um, introduced me to the show. And, and, and so that's how I got into it. Um, so I think it's good for a modern audience because the the original animated series was a bit silly, you know? Yeah. It was a product of its times. That's for sure. I mean, what you did was you, you now, once you do something as a cartoon in the, you know, seventies, when special effects was still like some dude with a fucking smoke machine with a fake dinosaur toy, you know, (laughs) once you introduce that stuff, it's like. Now you can just do whatever you want. You have 50 foot tall Spock and plants that float through the air and try to catch people and talk. And, you know, it's, you can do all these other things. So now you just have this, there's, you're not confined within the constraints of, you know, your budget and your special effects department. Right. So just lay it all it out there. Do, do anything you can think of at that point. Whoever whoever produced that was all were also those also the same people who produced Yellow Submarine. That's all I can say. <laughs> and if you've never seen Yellow Submarine, you should go watch it. It's actually pretty decent. You just have to look at it through the lens of the sixties. Everybody was a moron in the sixties. So. <laughs> so that's debatable that that's changed at this point. Yeah, that's fair. Handy, have you seen Yellow Submarine? I, I don't think I have. I have not seen it now, but I can imagine. It basically is just a Beatles movie. Yeah. Um, and it's, and it's exactly what you'd think. Like everybody was on drugs. So the movie looks like how it sounds. A big old psychedelic trip. I think I've seen parts oh, of it or like a yeah. preview. I don't know. Like I said, I, I enjoy it, but you know, also I kind of, came from sort of a, a you know a family that you know most people were old enough to remember those things coming out so you know that was just kind of what i was used to but now you guys still are you guys still uh, deep in star trek fleet command as your as your main thing you guys have been talking about no we don't no you know we, we're trying to make that switch and it doesn't make it easy because people like Handy keep fucking inviting people on there to talk about it. So we're like, yeah, we want to get away from it. And then Handy's like, oh, let's invite some people on for this fucking game we don't play anymore. We talk about it. But no, seriously, no, we, 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 we quit playing. So for me, yeah, I definitely make the push to, I cut people off on stage all the, you know, nah, you don't give a fuck about all that. And the game's dead. Go, you know, go find well, some voice our, chat to get into. Most of our audience comes from that game though so yeah they do um but hanging on to like for me hanging on to something we're not doing just because we want people to show up like that's how we shift to a you know to kind of a newer audience you know um if you look at look at fucking things like joe rogan if you ever listen to his old shit he was all talking about like martial arts and all that stuff that's all he talked about Look at him now. He's inviting people on to talk about 
fucking aliens and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. So if Joe Rogan would have just stayed doing what he did, he wouldn't have the following that he has, but because he branched out. So that's a fair point. Um, that's why, you know, it's just, it's fucking boring. And it's evidenced by the fact that we'll get people to show up. And even those conversations like, Oh, Star Trek fleet command. And then they're like, Oh wait, this is the same exact shit that happens every time ever when somebody gets upset. Oh, this is boring. And then people clear out unless it's Tuesday night and they're drinking, then they'll yeah. just be drunk and talk shit. But I hardly play anymore because all it is is a cash grab. It's it's let's make oh, money yeah. and, and throw a Star Trek skin on it. Well, that's all of it. I mean, for fuck's sake, the God, the, the damn, uh, the game that I play, the Dragon Ball, but at least there is actually, there's like, as long as you have a good connection, there's skill involved in it. And there's like type matchups and there's like all that stuff. So it's not just, uh, I'm going to click this and hope I win. No, you can influence the outcome based on your, your movements and what you're tapping and what you're doing. And, so you could have an inferior character, but if your skill is much greater than the next person, it can overcome that, that, that advantage. So at least I have that going for me, but yeah, it's still all those mobile games. It's just, it's just a cash grab. I've heard it's gotten even worse. Like much I mean, worse. What <laughs> happens, what happens when those games start dying and they know it, they don't want to admit it they start doing the craziest things they can and just pulling shit out to try to milk as much as they can before they deadline the game. It happens all the time. Happened to uh, one of the Naruto games. Um, that's just, that's just what happens. So. Well, you gotta, you gotta make money off stuff. That's, that's what it's all about. And that was why I kind of got out of playing that as much. Like I'll log in here or there to get my, uh, it doesn't matter rewards kind of thing. But when Star Trek's just been so, so capitalized on now and these game companies, I, I think that it's just, it's a travesty that they take the intellectual property and they hold it back with all these paywalls. I mean, it's the game is literally about how much do you want to spend to be good? And there's there's progression that you cannot make unless you you open up the wallet and play there. There is a really like an actual barrier where if you're free to play, you're not going to get past a certain point. Uh, And I think that that kind of business practice is just it's pretty shady and kind of shitty. If you ask me, Sure, sure, there's the whole pay to win. We know about pay to win. And that's what this game is. But to to not even be able to have the chance of progression because of a paywall i think that there should be some kind of oversight really there needs to be some company or entity that can tell others what you're doing is a shitty practice these regulations say you can't do that you have to have good customer support huh that's just more government you don't want that yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. More more government. That's all that is is now game developers with their their hands in the pockets you know, of you know that um a lot of the games that we play, um there's a reason why a lot of them are, aren't offered in certain parts of the world. 
because there are certain countries who have restrictions on a lot of the ways that people will, where they exploit people's addictive uh, traits and probably exploit the addiction center in your brain. So that's why a lot of these games are not available in other countries and people have to play them either through a VPN or something like that. Really? What are some of these yeah, responsible countries? I want to I know. Oh, oh, so like, for example, um, oh, the game that I played, Dragon Ball Legends. So Dragon Ball Legends, actually at the beginning, very beginning of the game, when you first start playing, it says, hey, this game is free to play. It can be. Or you can also spend currency to gain an edge. That being said, the value of the in-game currency may shift throughout the game. You do not have to buy it. Everything will be available for free to play. Um, however, blah, 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 blah. So it gives you that, that sort of that disclaimer. And the one thing that it does, which games like STFC and stuff like that don't do, and I'm not sure how they do it, how they get around it, um, is in that game, if you're going to do a random pool, like you do like a, in STFC, you do a, uh, like a, you do a chest, right? You open a chest and there's a, random chance of getting whatever dragon ball legend it tells you what the chance is the percentage of each individual character you can go down the list as far as you want you can see that the percent chance that you have of each individual character and then overall the type of character whether it's a you know what rarity it is you have a 10 percent to pull this rarity you have 20 percent to pull this one then you have you know whatever percent so it actually does that and it and it actually lays it out. It's like, you can spend it here or here. And the different pulls you do is based on the percentages. So if you want this particular character, you may spend your currency here. But if you want this one, there's a higher percentage over here. So <clears throat> um, that's one of the reasons I even really got into that game is because at least they go that far. It's yeah. saying, okay, well, it's going to be hard to get. And this is how hard it is. Instead that's of Star Trek Fleet Command, where we're not going to tell you what the percentage chance is. Don't ask. Um and it's, you know, isn't it funny that after you finally grind that one ship or whatever, that all of a sudden, every, every other time you're pulling a bunch of blueprints for that ship or whatever. Yeah. Like I think in one, in one year after I got my jellyfish, two weeks after I got my jellyfish and I, 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 I ground it down for like close to a year to get those blueprints. Um, it was like eight or nine months. It, the, the two weeks after that, I got a full pull in an Epic chest. A month after that, I got a full pull. The very next week, I got a full pull. Three months later, I got a full pull. And then I think I got another couple like full pulls throughout that fucking year. I was opening the same number of chests. Unbelievable. I was doing, you know what I mean? Nothing changed. So there's, I, you can't convince me that they, that, that shit's set in stone. You know what I mean? I think yeah. there's, there's certain parameters that change and they don't want to tell you because that's what they do. So. Yeah. And there's, you can't even get any return on investment on anything. They keep that down as much as possible. You've got, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, how many of each of the uh, common starter ships can you make? Probably a, a couple hundred of each of those, but the uh, it, it's not even worth making them and leveling them and then scrapping them because you don't, you don't get out of it what you put in. And like, that's what they do is they make sure that you get, you get less out of it than, than what you put in. And the other thing that I think is pretty shitty is that when they have these things like these ships or officers or, or whatever gimmick it is that you have to spend a hundred dollars on, 
you get that one item you want and the rest of it is filler is is bullshit like so they can so they can justify charging you for it or try to you know hey don't you want you know 48 trillion par steel and it's like <laughs> no motherfucker i got 48 gugillion you know i don't need yeah so, i've got a googleplex of par steel i don't need any more of it i have a fucking i have a goddamn infinite symbol you know what i mean like i'm good <laughs> um but well par steel par steel definitely gets gold plated as you get higher but um yeah, there's uh, yeah, a lot of that shit and people are realizing it and that's why people are quitting the game. Obviously I saw, you know, I went to go quit the game a while back and then I logged on to like do something I can't remember. And I saw they had a Harrison was available and I was like, Oh shit. Damn. I was like, well, let me go ahead and get that motherfucker for no reason. And then that's what got me back in. And then, you know, I think what end of last year, beginning of this year or something, I think it was the end of last year, I decided to quit for good. And then I fucking gave my account away. So you gave it away. Wow. Yeah, that was the only way I could stop playing is by giving my account away. Yeah, I gave it away. Um, and the only thing that hasn't happened is that the uh, we haven't swapped the email around because um, I was like, just find out because I told it, it, it. G has it now. So I told G, I was like, hey, just if you figure out what we need to do and just tell me what to do, because I'm not going through all that because I don't fucking care enough. But do that so we can change it to your email and then that way you can have it. You know what I mean? So that way if you need to later on change the password or whatever, you know, fucking have an email. And uh, we just never got around to that. But yeah, yeah, I just fucking gave it away. So um that was probably the best thing I did. I'm ashamed to say And now I played and now I now I use that time to play like Dragon Ball Legends and other video games. So woo okay. something you like doing more. Well, like I said, I mean, at least, at least this one, you know, they're going to, they're going to lube it up and warn you before they put it in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're not going to, they're not going to catch you in the kitchen trying to pick up that blueberry you dropped. You know what I'm saying? Surprise. I mean, do you spend money on the game though? Do I do what? Do you spend money on Dragon Ball game? On Legends? Yeah. I would say I spend, cause there's a, every two weeks there's a, like a, like a thing that comes out and it's like a mission sheet you do so much spend so much energy and it's just shit you accomplish through the normal course of the game you don't have to do anything extra and that's like seven bucks seven or eight bucks and yes i do that twice a month so that's like you know 16 bucks and then every now and then i'll get they'll have like a sale and it's like 7.99 for like a thousand chrono crystals so i'll pro i would say like in a month i might spend anywhere between 25 to 30 dollars you know um so nothing, nothing crazy. There was one where they had this like ridiculous sale and I had a little extra scratch laying around. I think I spent 50 or 60 bucks cause they had, it was like, it was like a $40 thing, but it was like the value of it was normally like a hundred bucks. And I was like, Oh, okay, I'll get it. And then I didn't get anything else for the rest of the month, you know? So yeah, I was on average, it's like 25, 30 bucks a month. And you within, know, you know, Star Trek within Star Trek fleet command would get you like 200 latinum. So right something that's not not much value for the money and yeah. for me i'm embarrassed at the the amount of money i spent on that game uh i i i am a lower end spender mm -hmm. as far as the spenders and i still probably spent more money than me it, it's, over the course of the game it's possible and the thing that if i could have i tell you, I'll put it to you this way if i if i had it if i could have that money back now I could go right now and buy a decent used car Yeah, right now. Yeah. Not private, like from, from a dealership, I could buy a decent used car 
you know, it wouldn't be anything super spiffy, but like it would be modern. I'll put it to you that way. There's got to be, that's a crime though. That's, that's a crime as to what they're able to pilfer out of people. And what got me to stop. And I think that for everyone that gets their uh, gambling part of their brain to, uh, to quit doing it, or at least it's what, what got me was that you find out no matter how much you spend, unless you're willing to spend, say like, 50 to 60, $70,000 on a game, you're not, it's not going goal, to matter. The goalpost, the goalpost goal goal is on wheels. Yeah. The goalpost is on wheels and it continuously moves. So yeah, this is what I was talking about. So if you look, I don't know if you can see, mm-hmm. you can see there's different, there's different, you know, characters that are, have a better chance of being pulled. Yeah. And then, so if you actually go in here and hit the Z power list, it gives you the percentage of what you can get. And then if you go to the actual list, if you look, it'll actually tell you the percentage of each individual character Yep. all the way down the list. And so like I, I decided to check it out when I saw that, I was like, man, that's just kind of, it's just kind of honest. You know what I mean? It's like, Hey, you have a 0.5% chance of pulling that character you want. So if you want to spend your currency on this, this is what's available. And so I think that gives you as a person, whether you're free to play or whether you're actually spending money, you can actually make an informed decision about where you want to spend that in-game currency. At least making an informed decision is the right thing to do to give that's, people the that's, opportunity. That's all that I ask. You know, it's not your it's not your responsibility to, you know, make sure I get the latest and greatest. But you are offering it. You are offering it free to play, and then you are showing me what is available in each of those scenarios and what the chances. So that's why I was kind of like, kind of. I don't mind dropping 25, 30 bucks a month on something like that. Cause it's, I, I can see exactly what's available and you know what I can get. So, um, yeah, fuck fleet, fuck fleet command. That's why I don't play that shit anymore. <laughs> um, Oh, so in, since we don't have that much star Trek stuff to talk about because, right. um, you know, we've already, you know, we've gone through the other things, something that's science fiction related fans of fallout. Um, so the, the fallout, they're going to have a series on um, Prime. Oh, really? I like Fallout. And so I looked into it and I looked into it pretty heavy and I, I went to some of the different sources and apparently it is supposed to follow the canon. So it's not supposed to be like Halo where they just made up their own shit, you know? Right. We're going to take creative liberties because we're artists. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poop. So, um, yeah, apparently it's supposed to follow the canon. So that's going to be really interesting because I'm a, I'm a big Fallout fan as well. Uh, so looking forward to that. April. It comes out when? Ball drops next year. Uh, it's supposed to be April. April. Okay. Yep. And April next year is when it's supposed to start coming out. And then the new Dragon Ball show is supposed to be coming out next year toward the end of the year, I think. You're leaving Star Trek for Dragon Ball? And Fallout, you like it more than Star Trek. Do you, do you feel no, like you're getting moved Star away Trek, from Star Trek? No, it's just there's no. We're done there's with the live action stuff about. for now. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can you can try to talk about lower decks, but there's not much there. Well, like I think, like Handy was on that. Yeah, I think over the past, like up until recently, over like the past year there was plenty of Trek stuff to talk about. You know, the shows oh, yeah. were coming out, bam, 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 bam. 
um, news, new shows, new seasons, when they're dropping, what are our predictions? What are we going to talk about? So there's a lot of stuff to do, but we're in this like lull zone where it's like, all you have is sort of that lower decks and lower decks does not provide enough substance. It does we spend like an hour, an hour a week talking about. So what do we do? Hey, let's talk about some old shit we've already talked about, you know, and it's, <laughs> lower you know, decks I guess something we could talk about. I was going to say, I guess something else we could bring up is the fact that uh, we, so we had one of the shows leave the uh, SPN. Right. Did we? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It was, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. Uh, the, the Dura sisters, they were on with us briefly and then, right th- then had to step down, uh, which, you know, real life happens. And there are times where you're able to, to commit to a certain thing but then realize that you've kind of overextended yourself and uh, not able to really put into it what you'd hoped or what you'd like to, which I, I totally get that anymore. These days, podcasting can be, it's something you do as a hobby, you know, and it's not, I wouldn't say that it's hard to commit the time, but maybe I guess it, it feels like it can be, I think more, I think more often what it really is, is people are, have varying levels of interest in actually doing it. Right. Yeah. So if you can't, you know, if you can't drum up the enthusiasm to get on and do it, then yeah, I mean, that's hard. I mean, especially with real life stuff going on. And that's the thing is it's the real life stuff that comes up because I don't know about you, but it, it feels like there's, there's not much, there's not much time in between the quote unquote stuff, the real life stuff. And it makes it a challenge to be able to keep up with some of these things that you like to do as hobbies. For example, all the, all the Star Trek stuff. Oh yeah. But there's also a habit, like. Got to make it habit forming. Exactly. It has to be habit forming. Like that's why we typically do same time, same day, once a week. And if you can keep that habit up, then it's easy to maintain. However, if you break that habit, your mind just goes elsewhere. Right. Yeah, it does. And it, it takes, it takes that, that commitment for that habit also. And Work schedules, that can be a big pain in the ass also, because there are, there are times where when you have so many people to try to get coordinated on a particular day and time, which I think if you have some options that helps, but you know, I, I wish they could have <laughs> stayed with us longer, but you know, you never know. Hopefully they'll be able to come back around and, uh, and try again and, and recommit to the idea, but it's, it's like anything else. You, you start a group, you start a, you know, project kind of thing. And some folks are, are ready for it. They're in that place. They're aligned for it. Others are, you know, they're, they're not able to, to put in it what they, what they'd like to. They like the idea. Yeah. It's a good they like idea. The idea. They like the idea of it. They just don't like what it's going to take to do it or they, they severely underestimate it. Look, one thing that we need to normalize as human beings, we need to get out of the habit of doing is fucking lying to one another. Man, I'm sorry I didn't answer your text message. I was so busy. When in actuality, I saw your text message, I just didn't feel like getting into a conversation with you. And so I'll tell people that. 
tell people that all the time. Yeah, I saw that you called, but I wasn't in a I wasn't in a condition or I wasn't in a condition or I wasn't in a space to have a conversation. Right. <laughs> I just wasn't right. in the mood. I didn't night. feel like it. Right. But we always we gotta lie to people. We were so I was so busy. I was so busy. You know, I'm oh my God, I just had so much going on. And I've gotten to the point now where I just call people out about it. Um handy like handy, you know. He'll be like, Yeah, man, I saw you called, but you know, I was eating dinner, I didn't want to talk. Or <laughs> yeah. You know, and it and that's that's what that's what we need to that's what we need to do to one another. We need to tell the truth. We make we make time for the things that are important to us. Every now and then there are some things that are unforeseeable to get in the way, but we make time for the things that are important to us. And we know that. And we, we, we acknowledge that, but in certain, we, in certain circumstances, we like to forget that, you know, that that happens or we purposefully just allow it to go. And I, I say we need to normalize calling people out. Oh man, I was just too busy. I'm too busy for this. Just say that it's not high enough on the priority list. Exactly. Because we know that's what it is. I think for the most, Hey, if if it's got to look, if it's just got to be me and big J up here, we'll start up. We'll just do our own shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, 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 I got plenty of, I got plenty to talk about. And, and it just, there's varying degrees of, of, of interest. There's been times where I've drugged my ass on stage. I don't feel like doing it now in our show. There's four of us. So one or two of us can always be gone. There's not a problem there. And that's why we have as many as we do. There's sometimes I just don't want to fucking, I'll go in there and I'll listen. I'll hear what's going on. I'm like, fuck this show. And I'll, I'll close out <laughs> discord and leave. And sometimes, sometimes handy, handy's done it. You know, he's jumped up there and then he's left. He's like, yeah, I listened to too much of that bullshit. I don't want to listen anymore. I'm going to play a game or something. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Handy. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's true. And, and we tell each other that much. There's no lying. We're just honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go. You know, that was it. Handy be like, you busy? Nope. You want to show up? Correct. <laughs> and, that's yeah. a, and that is, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that I respect that more than bullshitting. Yeah. Because I know what Handy does on Sunday. A whole lot of nothing. N- nothing. He ain't doing shit. He might have a, he might have like a project he's working on. Maybe on one. I'm of doing nothing, and I'm keeping it that way. <laughs> Yeah, he might, you know, he might be fucking around, but I know that motherfucker's probably sitting in the goddamn in front of his computer with his coffee, with his howling ass fucking dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that was why, that's, that's why the, the bio, which to anybody listening, if you like his biography, I wrote that. <laughs> Go to our website. I'm, I'm the writer. Starfleetpodcast.net and you'll see the icons for the different podcast members in the group. Click on Trek Talk and you can see Handy's bio. So that was crafted by Strange Kirk, who's a good writer. Well, a lot of people, well, a lot of people don't realize I'm a, I'm, I'm a staff writer for an organization. So Are I write you? articles. Oh, yeah. okay. Nice. I don't think if you told me that and I forgot, I apologize. But um, no, because that's real life stuff. I don't I don't I don't mix too much of that in there. So right. in my in my real life, I'm a I'm a staff writer. Okay. Um, for an organization, a wonderful organization. I'll, I'll tell you about it later. I okay. want to mention that some of these weirdos here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, in real life, uh, I am, I'm a writer. So, and I have, um, many, many articles that have been published. So, um, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like writing, you know, it can, it can be all right. Trying to come up with. I know. Creative. I've actually, I actually, 
contrary to popular belief, I actually do have some life accomplishments. I was on the cover of a magazine last year too. So holy shit, were you? Oh man, would it be something that would have been like? seen at the magazine stand at the grocery store or, mm. you know, the book section uh, somewhere? I think it, it depends on where you go. I'll tell you that my face was, my face was on the cover of a hundred thousand copies. I'll tell you that much. Okay. So oh. <laughs> not super, super big, but you know, where's your magazine cover? My love? You know, <laughs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to look now. I'll, I'll see if I can. I'll, sh- I'll show you. I'll send, I'll send it to you. Okay. Uh, okay. Great. Yeah. Cause now I want to go yeah, to the store and look for that. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, um, that was, a that was a byproduct of, of, of some of my writing and some of my, uh, I hate to use the term activism cause it has such a negative connotation now, but I mean, that's kind of what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing, nothing like fucking climate. And I mean, it was, it was for like health and wellness, um, you know, what I do for a living. So, um, but some of that stuff, they reached out to me and they were like, Hey, do you want to be in this magazine? And I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds really good. And then like maybe two hours later, they're like, actually, I just got off the phone with my editor. Do you want to be on the cover of the magazine? And I was like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yes you know what i mean like <laughs> i'd love to be on the cover of a magazine very nervous for me right because i've always been a very pro i've tried to be a pretty private person mm-hmm. um and so like you feel very exposed you know what i mean you're like oh i'm on the cover of a magazine now like feels really weird that's awesome dude so, i would i would yeah, love I something like that it was pretty yeah it was pretty cool it was a really interesting experience nice um okay. the, the people who did it the organization that um the uh, media company that publishes the magazine really like they had their, they really did have their ducks in a row. Like there was, everything was neat and tidy and uniform as you would expect from a professional organization. So, but anyway, enough about me. Awesome. Awesome. That's nice. <clears throat> well, if you guys, uh, cause I, I know I'm going to have to get on the road soon. It's that soccer season. Oh, I'm, and I don't have anything else, man. If that's all we got, that's all we got. Yeah. I think that's that's all we got. You're right, because there's not a whole lot. When it's lower decks is the only thing happening in Star Trek, then there's not much happening in Star Trek. Not to say, I'm not saying lower decks is a bad show. I enjoy the show, but it's like it's it's doesn't have the, the substance. It's it's Star it's filler. It's Star Trek filler. It is. It's it's, it's it's a like reference a, show it's like filler. It's it's a filler episode for some entertainment and some you know, extra content. It's like, a, it's like the, like whatever your favorite TV show is, it's like their Christmas special. It doesn't really mean all that much. And it's not going to be any story changing things. It's just a silly thing that, so you can enjoy some more content because you, you know, you've been waiting around so they can put a little more in the needle for you. One big Christmas special. <laughs> Handy, any burning desires that, that you've got before we close out? No, any sir. Burn? If you got any burning, you need to take a couple of those pills. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for joining with me today. And for those in our audience that came in as well, that's the Starfleet Podcast Network for this month. And we'll see you again next month. And hopefully there will be some uh, better Star Trek that's on TV for us to give us something. Shout out to shout shout out the slot. Who's always in the freaking audience. Yes. Thank you for being in the audience. We appreciate you. All right, guys, you take it easy.